I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm, I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this is PG and I'm down to dunk. Find us on CLNS, MediaDailyThunder.com, Dash Radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast or watch us stream the podcast live on YouTube on our Frypod tripod. I think it's 680. 680. Yeah. 680. It's, I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Slam through. Taylor. Shake it to the left. If you had a good time, take it to the right. If you had a good time. Slam through. And Jay. It's Jay. Good morning, fellas. What's up? Thunder's still out of basketball. <laughs> Has not changed. Still. <laughs> Last I checked. They didn't overturn any of the games. Oh, man. Uh, but the playoffs are pretty great. They are. The Sixers-Raptors series I don't even know what to think about their Game 7 because they've been so back and forth. I guess it's this, it's the Raptors' turn to be good now. Yeah, because the Raptors won by like 20-some-odd or 30 yeah. in Toronto in Game 5. And then Philly won last night by 20-plus in Game yeah. 6. Um, guy, I would pick, They won by 11. Last night? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was late. That was trash, though, because it was a 20-point game mm-hmm. when everybody started sitting late. So uh, I would probably go with... The Raptors in Game Seven, yeah, it's at home. The only series that's over is the Bucks Celtics, which is my favorite thing about that series is just Paul Pierce. Oh my god, he called it, man. He called Paul it. Pierce, he knew after Game One, it was over. He knew it. <laughs> Paul Pierce has been so bad, man. They, I don't get it. Like they had Stan Van, and they're like, ah, the normal crew's back. So it's like Paul Pierce and Chauncey god, goes. I'm like, bad man. I think send him to players only, man. What are you saying, Tayshawn? Uh, so I heard an echo of something. What was that? Your imagination, most likely. I don't know, but that's <laughs> <laughs> just like anyways. It, it, it is nice um, to watch a team completely implode. That's very talented. Not you, right? Yeah. <laughs> and like the complete focus is off the Thunder, probably for the team that just imploded the most. Because yeah, definitely be Boston because of the way that Boston performed in that series uh, and all the Kyrie stuff, and even Al Horford. People are like, is he even going to come back? Uh, I mean, it's it's crazy. And then, I mean, it really makes the landing spot for Anthony Davis super interesting because we'll have the draft lottery next week, and so we'll know who has who's going to have Zion. And to me, that's that is pivotal for a lot of franchises because there will be some that may want AD instead of Zion for the time being. Like we've talked about New York, where if they get the number one pick, I mean that's the best case scenario for New Orleans is to have Zion Williamson, and it may be great for them to have AD for recruitment. Like, okay, well we've already got Anthony Davis. They trade for him on draft night. I mean... you talking about Kyrie? No, no, no. I'm talking about the Knicks having Anthony Davis going into free agency. Free agency, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, sorry. I thought and you, then, for some reason, my brain went to, like, AD recruiting Zion. I was like, well, Zion doesn't really have a choice. No, no, no. Okay. No, you're I, talking about KD, Kyrie. I, know how, I yeah. actually know Just, how that works. So the Jack, draft, so they do this not. thing where they... <laughs> uh, but if they have Anthony Davis, I mean... I think that they already feel like they've got Kevin Durant in some way. But if they could get all three, they could perceivably get all three of those guys this summer, which would be super interesting. But it's just funny that when you think about Boston, like, does anybody think Kyrie will come back to that team? No. They don't want him to come back. I'm not sure they do. 
Like they obviously they do because talent is talent. But dude, that like he obviously there's, there's more. Bill Simmons said that he would drive him to the airport. There's more and more stuff coming out after the season is ending. You mm-hmm. know, like where he just the teams are. The whole team just had a problem with it. I think even you looked at – I was listening to uh, Jackie McMullen and, and Zach Lowe, mm-hmm. which was – she's always fantastic. She's so, But she was talking about uh, Terry Rozier, and she, one of the things she said was he went from the driver's seat to the trunk. was yeah. one of the things he said earlier in the season. And it's like all of these indicators throughout the season that said that there's a problem with the makeup of this team. So the question you have to ask, like, can the Celtics – how good can they be if they just kind of build this off season in a way that most normal teams do, you know, where maybe use those drafts and draft picks and try to find another point guard or do you just run with, cause I think Rozier's unrestricted or maybe he's restricted this he's off restricted. season. So he's restricted. So whatever it is, match him, extend him, make him your point guard. And then utilize. Would you want to do that? I don't know. Like it just depends what you want. Right. Yeah. Cause it, I don't think Celtics fans like Rozier either. He was just so, like he was just so good in the playoffs last year. Scary yeah. Terry. Like I thought he was really good last year in the playoffs. He was really bad. Time. I have a, a this year. This year he's really bad. Yeah. Uh, theoretical question: Would you trade the twenty-first pick for Brad Stevens if Billy Donovan was gone? <sighs> Maybe. I would say yes. He's a great Taylor. coach in theory. Uh. I don't 21st know. pick for no, basic Brad. Heard, yeah, sure. But I also heard this stat. It was on uh, Dan Lebetard. Stan Van offered it up, I think. No, he would never do this to another coach. Anyway, here's the stat. Uh, Brad Stevens in the playoffs is basically around 500. He doesn't really – I think he has one win above – or no, he may be, have a losing record in the playoffs now. I bet he does. Yeah. It's just interesting because I think – that the answer would have been an easy yes last year, this time yeah. last year. You know, so the best gettable point guard for the Celtics, if you were going to go the free agent route, yeah, is Ricky Rubio, basically. Ooh, you could go or Kemba. Well, they couldn't. They don't have money to get Kemba. Yeah, but you know, I'm mean, like, who knows what they could free up or figure out how to, you know, like I don't. I mean, know. they're going to free up Gordon Hayward. Man, they would like to probably. <laughs> Although, you know, everybody says that one year after catastrophic injury like that, like it's just that's still your building process. So, so hopefully sure. for him, he comes back next year and he's in a different yeah. place too. I don't know. I mean, they they do have kind of a – one of the things facing the Celtics is they've got a lot of kind of borderline good players that they need to figure out. Like none of them can really become the you guy can. that they need to be mm-hmm. whenever they're trying to share minutes. Jason Tatum can't be – fully who we think Jason Tatum can be with Gordon Hayward there or Jalen Brown. Right. And Kyrie, you know, so that's, that's one of the things they have to look at. That's why a guy like Rubio, not that they could even maybe afford him. They probably could, but that's why a guy like Rubio would make Rubio. I I just think somebody that's, he, he's not a ball dominant guy. Yeah. But you know, Rubio continues to create problems in the sense that you don't have to guard him. I know. I mean, it's just, I mean, you have to be really good at something really elite at something as a guard to, to not be able to shoot and not be able to shoot like and what is he he's a good passer i wouldn't say he's like a world class just the best passer in the league he can't create enough in the lane for it to matter i don't know i think that the he has, the reputa- found, found some he has a reputation as a good defender yeah he's a good defender he's fine like he's a good player I just don't know if you're going to win a championship if that's going to be your lead point guard. Right. Right. Well, in theory, Kyrie would be the best shot for you to... If he wasn't such a weirdo... He is so strange. I mean, honestly, if he wasn't such a weirdo, he would understand, like, oh, this is a really great situation in Boston. And, like, we have a chance to go get Anthony Davis. I mean, it is it is kind of crazy. And he's going to leave to go to New York, New York. or somewhere else or Brooklyn... I don't know. I don't know that he's going to find a like a better situation. New York is going to be such a collection of big weirdos, dude. I Him know. and KD and Anthony Davis. And Anthony which, Davis. That's all. Before folks. this year, you thought Anthony Davis was kind of a normal guy. Yeah, before he was like actually under the spotlight. So is David Griffin just posturing basically? 
Of course. Yeah, like, hey, I still have some chips because I'm going to work really hard to so, try to keep Anthony. So it's either so. that or it's like, hey, everybody, we're I'm trading, trading him. We're trading whatever Anthony. You want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you either kill the trade value with what you say or you can build it up a little bit. Yeah, Anthony Davis tried to kill it with that stupid T-shirt at the end of the season. Hey, he doesn't pick out his own clothes. Which may be true, actually. But you do put it on your body and look at it. That is the dumbest excuse for anything. But it may be like he has an actual stylist that dresses him. But it's like... What if he's actually dumb? But he has a brain. I know. He has a human brain. He looked at a mirror. He can put that on and he can be like, no, 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 no. This is stupid. I'm sure that there's some Pelicans gear he could grab and put on and not do that. You don't have to do that. Make a whole thing. I'm glad we finally got to this topic. I've I been know. waiting months. <laughs> what what did his shirt say? I didn't it see it. It said that's all folks. Oh really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, two months ago. Huge lunatic. Long fan. time ago. Man, he's just he's he, he's just saying, yeah, I'm gonna be in Space Jam. Ooh, it could be. Yeah. He's actually no. What a no. subtle hint. Yeah. Like, yo, LeBron, I want to be in Space Jam. Who wants to be with LeBron right now? In Space Jam? Yeah, we do need to talk about the Lakers for a while. Can we talk about their dysfunction for a minute? <laughs> Dude, they're the most dysfunctional franchise in LA now. In maybe in the NBA. I mean, Monty Williams said no to them and yes to the Suns. I think I think that's all you need to know. So the the sticking points were number one, Kurt Ramis wanted to decide Ty Lue's staff. Why are what are they what are they doing with Kurt Rambis? I don't know. The Why dude are, has not been successful in the NBA. He's not been a good since coach. He was a player. I mean, yeah. His wife. His wife is his uh, wife. What's your name's one of uh, best friends? Jeannie Buss. Yeah, I yeah. know. That's yeah. That's she intelligent. Has a job in the organization. Golly, and all of a the woman. T- all of the talk about <laughs> <laughs> all the talk about Jeannie Buss, like turning this thing around after Jim Buss screwed it up. It's been a disaster and then she's been just as bad and they're i mean honestly if lebron didn't want to come to la like he just wanted to be in la like that's it right yeah he should have gone to the clippers (laughs) one probably should have gone to the clippers (laughs) except for he couldn't function with doc i think lebron is i think he's immensely difficult to coach that's pretty i mean that's not like a he's a coach killer some sort of revelation like oh my god jay Oh no! You're the first person to talk Dang. about this. Yeah, he's but he's obviously he's obviously yeah. difficult to to work with, and he wants to be the power guy. And Doc doesn't. I mean, you can't be the power guy with Doc. Yeah, that's why. I mean, you know, Kawhi would technically be the great superstar there with him. But I don't know. I don't did know. you see that? Uh, like, did you see that the Lakers fans are going to protest the team yeah. outside of Staples today? Center? I wonder how many that is. Like twenty. Twenty. it's like like 20 like diehard lakers fans hey i was thinking about it's just downtown la it's not like where they're officed yeah i was thinking about heading over i was thinking about heading over to the uh thunder practice facility to boycott billy donovan meet meet us over there at 11 taylor we'll be there at 11 man you need to get in your car here in just a minute yeah it's gonna be great (laughs) we'll bring we'll bring some some uh donuts yeah, and yeah, some, some Gardettos too. A couple bags of hot tamales, and yeah. then and get ready for the long haul. Yep, bring a tent. We're gonna be there till uh, one of the news stations comes out. <laughs> what do the Lakers do this summer? So, did you see Rondo said last night that if they don't have a coach by free agency, there's no way he's coming. Which is funny because I'm like, I'm not sure the Lakers want you. I mean, I'm, they may, but like that they. Oh, so they Rondo said, I'm, if they don't have a coach, like I'm out. Like I'm not gonna even field their call. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like Rondo. You don't have that power, buddy. Like, sorry, you know, I, I don't know how much Rondo. Your vet minimum, <laughs> right. right? I don't know how much Rondo knows about Jimmy Butler and all that stuff. He did say last night that, Jimmy's gone. Yeah, so maybe he is coming to LA, but should be fine. I'm sure he'll coexist with LeBron very easily. <laughs> Wait, what happened? <laughs> Rajon Rondo last night on, on the on NBA the, countdown or whatever. Yeah, he said that Jimmy Butler's gone. Paul Pierce was trying to make a point. And then Rondo just kept interrupting him. And then Paul Pierce called Marcus All Paugasol. And then Beetle like made him look like an idiot because he was like, "If Kawhi and Paugasol leave Toronto," and then it was just like silent for a second. She's like, "Which Gasol? Which Gasol?" 
It was just I, fun. I just get funny. I get the theory that having X players brings fans to watch. Like mm-hmm. that was the that's the TNT. That's the whole way they've done it, right? There's no real an analysis outside yeah. of Kenny Smith, basically. And but at the same time, it doesn't. It's not the same. It doesn't <laughs> work. It's here's not a, working. Chauncey's well, fine. Here's how it works. Let me tell you how it works. Taylor, why? I wish I could mute your video. <laughs> Um, Taylor's got an extra head. I guess his wife cuts hair and curls hair, and he's got a very this is, no. Cur- this is my wife's head. Curly haired woman. Pissed me off. Oh, yeah, made me mad. All right, man. See ya. <laughs> um, here's how it works: is that you want to tune in to see what stupid stuff Paul Pierce says. I honestly, I turn it on and turn the volume up because a lot of times I watch NBA games with the volume all the way down, which I've tried a few times. It is. It's, that's hard for me. That's like almost. That's almost how I watch games. I know. I gotta get used to it. Again. But I'll turn it up to see. Like, what is Paul Pierce gonna say? Like, honestly, you I, do I, really. Like, like, if he was just giving analysis, like, whatever. I don't really care. But it, I'll turn it up to listen to. Like, is Paul gonna say something stupid again? There's not a lot of blunders as fantastic as the. Series is over it's Boston o- one it's game. Over. <laughs> and then what do you call it? The the douchebag sweep. The douchebag sweep, yeah. Is that a starters thing, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah. It is. You're back, Taylor. Welcome back. Oh, I really was muted? Yeah, yes. for real. Um we tried to mute your face, anything. but so there's other series going on, obviously. So Boston over. You've got Toronto. We talked a little bit about that. Toronto Philly. It's a good series. It's weird. You know, it just Two blowouts are just odd. But then you have in the West, you've got two really, really good series. But yeah. the Nuggets, Portland is going to seven. Last night, Portland won, I think, by 12 or 11. Uh, Damian Lillard played by far his best game of the series. Dude, Rodney Hood. Dude, that dude is going to get some team to spend way too much money on him this offseason. Exactly. He's been awesome. He was unreal in the first quarter last night. He had 25 points for them. Eight of 12 and, shooting. Eight and they needed every one of them. Yeah, and that's the thing. Talk about the, the Trailblazers like, did some pretty good roster adjustment kind of on the fly. Yeah, they season. got I think Hood and Canner midseason. Huge, huge. They're obviously not here without both of those additions. Right. Um, Although Zach Collins played really well. He had five blocks, 14 points. He was one of three from three. Well, Paul Millsap, so they started with Paul Millsap, Alfaruk Aminu guarding him, and yeah. he was just... Dude. Killing him. <laughs> Killing him. And Terry Stotts sh- switched and put Zach Collins on. I mean, and, and it's, you know, Zach Collins isn't an unbelievable player. I think he's got a ton of potential. I like him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he played really well last night. It was, uh, by the time I, you know, I couldn't stay up all night to watch it, but I think they were tied in the midway through the third quarter. And I mean, Portland needed that, obviously. And so they're going back game seven. I mean, I fully expect the Nuggets win to probably fif- by 15 or something. Game seven. To to me, Ooh, I would still be scared about Dame. This is probably just PTSD on my part. God, but that's true. You never like, know. Dame obviously can go for 50 and hit a game winner whenever your team is playing the best they've played all playoffs. You are correct. I remember that happening. That, that, is, <laughs> that has happened. The Thunder were awesome in that game. Fantastic. Is, is what people will forget. And, that's, and to me, that's a huge difference between Boston and OKC. Like OKC didn't lay down. No. They just Milwaukee played, they played, literally stomped the life out of Boston in that. Yes. That and they were and they gave up. They were done. The done. Thunder didn't give the Thunder don't have like the Thunder are inconsistent and they some they don't execute the game plan correctly every game. But they don't give up. That's the one Russell leadership quality that is beneficial for the team. Yeah. Like and he's and, gonna die before he'll quit. You and know, what's funny, you start you begin the playoffs like you say which team is going to have is going to have more fight in a in a blunderous loss the thunder or the celtics sure and i think that you would you would probably be like oh it's probably the celtics cuz brad stevens just gets guys to really play hard you know nope it was i mean the thunder played hard they lost on a on a game winning shot yeah you can't you can't call effort into question with the thunder in that series execution absolutely yeah Absolutely. Being big idiots? Yep. Sure. Big, big idiots. But yeah, yeah I, I thought 
you're right. Like I picked, I'm picking Denver too, but I don't game feel seven. I don't feel super confident. That's the crazy thing about game sevens is it's just like it really is just like a. This is it. All you have to do is show up for one game. It's one game, and you can have any. I mean, sample size, take it all out. Yep. Like they could have like, one game. Like if Seth Curry and Rodney Hood make all their threes, could be a totally. Like, what do you do, man? If Portland <laughs> makes it to the Western Conference Finals. Be an amazing, It'd be amazing, amazing accomplishment for either team. Really, it's an amazing accomplishment. Sure, 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 sure. And Denver like navigated this whole thing to get to this point. Yep, it's pretty brilliant as I, well. I I expect Denver to win in Denver because I think Jamal Murray will be better there. I think Gary Harris is better there. Um, Taylor, what do you think about that series, man? You've been watching much of it. Every minute of it, man. <laughs> no, I was just thinking. Uh, you guys said uh, Damian Lillard had the best game of the series so far and i got so jealous that this was his best game of, against the nuggets dude he was, like, he's been be down nice? he's I been know, bad but wouldn't it be nice if uh dame's best game against us was 32 points oh and be, five assists that'd be really that's what nice. i'm talking about dude you know, was on a like, mission against the thunder bad. and i think i mean and people have brought this up but like playing against gary harris and jamal murray and playing against russell westbrook like the amount of fire that one of those players gives you and the others don't. Like playing against Jamal Murray, like you're not going to play like so inspired. Like I just need to kill that guy. No, right? You know, like you see Russell on the other side and he's rocking the baby and he is. He brings the, it on himself. You are correct. I mean, you just want to destroy that guy, and uh, he did. He destroyed that guy. Yes. <laughs> and then you've got obviously, I think the the biggest story, probably in the NBA right now is the fact that Kevin Durant calf mild calf strain which yeah. it looked it looked way worse I got a bunch of texts and I woke up to them cuz I wasn't watching the game people were like and Kevin were, Durant tore his Achilles Luke texts me I had a few looked, other it looked like it I had a few other buddies text me that he had tore his Achilles and I was like oh shoot like honest like what was your first thought whenever you thought that that was a reality for him I really thought this is why you don't blow it up so I text that to you guys too. This is why you keep playing mm-hmm. because you never know when fate or chance or bad luck works out for you. Cause now the Rockets have literally their best chance. If you can tell me game seven last year, blah, blah, blah. I think the Warriors would have, I just can't believe they blew that game. Yeah. They, 26 missed threes, dude. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the oh, game, game where Katie went six, out. Like they had a five. chance to win that game. Five. Game five. Yeah, and I, so I didn't watch the end of it. That was a huge opportunity. It was, you know, nine thirty starts, but yeah. it, I don't know. It changes the game. I do think the Warriors are going to show up. Like I, I really do. Could just see them just very, totally very being Luke, what did you think? I was, I was <laughs> so like had my finger on the tweet button about to just send out just risk it all tweets about how happy I was. <laughs> I was, I was so excited. That he might have a potentially career-ending yes. injury. I was very excited, and I was already ready to defend myself for people that'd be like, "Hey, man, <laughs> you still got to give it up, you man. You don't want it to happen to any player." And in my mind, I was like, "Yes, I do. This is the player <laughs> I want it to happen to. This is a great day." And I was already ready to defend against the backlash against my tweet. I was completely ready for the life of what I was about to say. I respect that. And then I held back because. I knew I was the one saying it, and it wasn't coming from like you, Andrew. Yeah. And so I knew uh, it's possible that it's not this <laughs> because <laughs> I feel like if this was it, Andrew would be all over it, and I'm going to have some, a little discretion and wait just a second. That was good. I I honestly surprised myself. I felt like kind of sad about it. Is that just because you hate Houston so much? I think that is definitely a large piece of the pie. <laughs> but you know, I, you know, like if it was any other team that had a chance to come out of the West, right? Which I don't was, know what Denver could do against Houston. I have no idea. Houston dominated them. They tried to avoid Houston. Houston would probably kill them. I think. Yeah, because you just kind of make Jokic useless. Yeah. Uh, but I felt kind of sad about it. I'm glad that he's. It's not a career-ending injury for him because I, I, like Kevin Durant's awesome like he's really good and i think to lose a guy like that and maybe i mean maybe he came back he would come back and be the same guy but i mean with that kind of injury rarely are people that right i, I just 
I don't know. Uh, you just I just, I don't want to see that with anybody in the league. But he's definitely out the end of till through the end of this series. Yeah, and he'll be so, back reevaluated next week. Hey Taylor, do you have will you cue up that quote from Steph Curry? Yes, and read it Good. to us. I, I was I was glad you uh, brought that up because it's it's super interesting because it like gives you the impression that they looked around and thought to themselves, yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. <laughs> we have our team back now. Let's go okay, do so, what we know to do. Yeah, go go ahead and read it. So this is what he said when he was asked, you know, what was your thought after KD hobbled to the locker room? He said, we all looked at each other. There were a couple of smiles in terms of what that meant for us as a team. The guys that were going to need to step up in those moments. And I know people – I tweeted that and some people on our Twitter were like, oh, we overanalyze everything. He didn't mean it like that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Which one? Why are you following our podcast Twitter and sticking up for (laughs) Warriors? (laughs) What's that about? I don't know. But then, but then, two. No, this is Steph Curry in the playoffs. Why did he choose to say that? You it's, just give BS, don't you? You just say like, "Man, that sucks for KD. He's one of the leaders of this team. Really hope he can get back soon." Right. That's what you say. Exactly. Because it, it does give you the impression that they're like they're excited to have their shots back. That was the first thing he said. Yeah. That was the first thing Steph said to a reporter when asked about KD being injured. (laughs) (laughs) That is, I mean, could Kevin Durant be more gone? And if they, okay, if they win tonight, if they close them out, thank you, Jay. um, If they win tonight and close them out, and they still go on to win the championship, whatever. They beat the Nuggets in five, and then they right. they beat the Raptors in six or something like that. I mean, the, still the conversation's going to be like, remember when they beat the team that people think is the second best team in the NBA without Kevin? Like, we're going to be just fine. Like, they're going to be well, just fine. Like, that's going to be the conversation. freaking out a little bit. You know, about and saying like, man, if Houston can't do it now, they could never do it. But honestly, if Katie wasn't on this team, I think I would still like think of the series the same way. I mean, I th- I don't know if I think Houston would still be the underdog. They might be. They might be. I think I mean, Golden State, when they lose Kevin and they're going to bring this team back, they're going to have to go get some other role players, certainly. Because right now they they don't really have anybody. No, that's true. They don't have the depth. I think people forget how much, uh, you know, how many points Maurice Spates scored for them. Harrison the Barnes was still Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes earlier, Leandro Barbosa in that first championship yeah, dude. run. He yeah, was a big deal. Like they and Sean Livingston back then was unbelievable. He was a lot too. better. He was so, killing every well, backup. And they guard. they made a living. Off of getting guys to come and play on like vet minimum deals. David West. David West was a big part of that too, and yeah, and they didn't need to do that as much with this squad. But what you also well, they got to Marcus Cousins. They did. They and did, he, and he's been hurt. Yeah, they did. They but but for me, it's like there's there are more teams out there next year that will have the draw for those kind of guys than just the Warriors. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, if New York does have that, like you may have a few guys that go and play with. I don't know personality wise how many people would be jacked to go play with Kyrie, KD, and AD, but you have that team. I think you still have the Lakers, which is dysfunctional as they are. They're still a draw. I think if the Clippers do kind of manage to do this, like Doc, the Who's relationship. Who's the favorite next year? It's wide open, in my opinion. The Bucks, the Rockets. The Bucks could lose several of the guys they have on their team right now. They may not have Brooke Lopez next year. You know who's going to maintain majority of the roster that's really good? Denver. Paul, they'll have a question with Paul Millsap, but I think they'll he'll they'll probably just pick up I don't know thirty million. I don't know if they'll do that or they'll decline that and extend him two or three years. Yeah. you know, at fifty or whatever, which is still a lot, and it puts them in kind of sketchy places. Yeah, going to the future. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's wide open, dude. This is what we've been dreaming about. This is why you prepare to be ready. Now the Thunder have to pull their life together and not you can't lose <laughs> three straight first round series in five games and then or six games I guess last yeah. year, right? And expect they got to make some. This is why, like, making changes is so to. imperative. And, like, you need to get some veterans on this team that you know can play. I and mean, they just have to. Yeah. I mean, so just for an ex- so 
here's what's going to have to happen for the Nuggets. And I, I didn't mean to dig too far into this. So they have a $30 million team option mm-hmm. for Paul Millsap next year, yeah. or for uh, this offseason. In his year, age, 30, age 36 yeah. year. I'm 37. That feels old. Okay. Now I'm not an athlete nor in Paul. I'm 32. I can't imagine playing for the Nuggets in three years. <laughs> I don't know. I literally could not physically play for you them right now. Play. That's the only reason. <laughs> the only so, reason but here's the them. question. Here's here's what's going to be hard. Jamal Murray, mm-hmm. at the end of next year, extension eligible. I mean, he'll be. Yeah, they're going to extend him probably this summer. Max. 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 Max Town. Which puts them, like, is Denver willing to carry? Like, the thing about the Thunder doing it is they've prepared for the first decade of their franchise to be able to carry this tax yeah. bill. I don't know if Denver's going to – I mean, they've got hard questions to answer. So They do. But that's a team that, in theory, will have pretty much the same roster. The only person they lose is Trey Lyles or, you know, and Isaiah Thomas, which nobody cares They'll about. They'll be glad to. And they're going to bring in their rookie from this year. Oh, yeah, Michael Porter, if he can ever play. Yeah. He's interesting. That's like – that, to me – that could take them up to another level. It could be the guy they that needed. That is very interesting. A wing, a three or four. I mean, he's a kind of a more of a he's a tweener. Yeah, he's a he's tweener. A four. You'd play him at four with Jokic. Dude, and they could – and you think that like they're a good offensive team now. If he's anything like people yeah. thought – They will score 140 a game. They could be incredible. Like that could be the team in the West because all these stars are entering their 30s right now that have made the West what it is and the East is starting to rise up a little bit and really like who are the young teams in the West that are on the rise you have Kings the King you have the Nuggets at the top you got the Kings I will say this if the Suns get the kid from Murray State on paper they look like a team that in five years could be really really good yeah I need to see I know for sure. We just need to see where Zion goes. Yeah. Right. They, could, they could get Zion. I mean, like, we just don't know. Yeah. where. I mean, that number one pick, what conference he goes to, what team he – I mean, it is a massively pivotal guy for a team. So, like, like, Cleveland gets lucky and gets him. You know, like, you just don't know. Like, he's a franchise-changing player. Hey, guys. Let's hey. talk about some Twitter questions. Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at Ben Elephant King, who says or wants to know is setback the scariest word in the English language? So this is in regard to the fact that Paul George and Russell Westbrook both had surgeries this last week. I can't believe that. Two shoulder two, two, sh- two shoulder surgeries for Paul George. Shoulder surgeries. That's no, a hard one. Shoulder surgery. Rotator, rotator cuff in his right, yep. labrum in his left. Just slight tears probably in both of them. He hasn't had the labrum operation. Okay, so he hasn't had that yet. So he probably coming. won't have it for a few weeks. Uh, and then Russell Westbrook had a pinky, like a hand surgery, like a finger surgery or something yeah, like that. And then a, a, probably a scope or maybe, what do you call it, a P... They're cleaning out his knee. Something with his knee. A PBJ. Russell will be fine. Russell will be fine by the time season comes around. The question mark is Paul George. Yeah. They're saying minimally training camp. I think he's going to miss part of the regular season. A couple weeks? I mean, I I would not be surprised if we didn't see him till December. <laughs> Are there Get any? Get out oh. of here. Yeah. So Ben Elephant King is saying, like, if you're a Thunder fan and there's injuries with your team, like you're just assuming it's a four to six month recovery. Here's my question: Are there any like screws in there that are going to rub on stuff? No, no. Any stitches? Loose stitches? Loose stitches? You guys, you guys install any loose stitches into Paul George's shoulder? (laughs) Are there going to be? Did they any? Did they drop any foreign bodies in there? There probably are some foreign bodies. (laughs) That's what I would be bad. Some gold bodies. You nasty man! So, I just hope like he can heal and he doesn't have to have a peanut butter jelly surgery. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a while. I I mean, just do not be surprised if we hit October fifteenth or whatever, and they're like, "Yeah, Paul George is a little while away." So we we're just gonna sit around until then, just on the edge of our seats, just miserable with our thumbs up our butts. I mean, not necessarily. <laughs> Why? Why? Um, I mean, I don't know. 
I mean, it depends on what the schedule's like. If it's similar to last year where the Thunder have a favorable schedule to start the season, like they could still win some games, which is probably what will happen because they always backload the teams that they think will draw attention on national TV to the end of the season. So it wouldn't surprise me if they had a schedule that's similar to what they had this year where you're playing the Suns and all the bad teams at the beginning of the season and then you play all the big teams um, in March and April. So that we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, I would not – I mean, if I'm a Thunder fan, I would not go into the season expecting Paul George to play day one. I mean, I just would not. I think that you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. I'm going to go ahead and do that, though. <laughs> okay, and I and I suggest a whole lot of other people set themselves up to be disappointed. I mean, with six me. months from now, like what month is that, Luke? Six months from now, that mm-hmm. this is March. This is not March. This is May. This is May. I get March and May mixed up all the time. This should be good. They're both M's, and so then it's going to be six months from now is October, November, November. No. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you I mean, know what I'm really not good at? Hmm. Months. Yeah. And the order they go in, I have to <laughs> I have to start and say, you know, January, February, March, April, May. Really? To remember them. I'm really not good at it. I'm sorry. I, I can't know. wait to replay this one at half speed. <laughs> this will be the, this will be the podcast preview. It makes, minute thirty six. It makes Great. scheduling it makes scheduling my life pretty difficult. But I'm truly, it's not very good. You know, hey, look, I'm not very good. good. <laughs> I prom- I mean, it's it's an but it's I, an I mean, like problem. November is probably a more reasonable date to expect him to be back. Thanksgiving. I mean, four months is really fast to recover from that. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Like don't don't get I don't get stressed out. I I'm not saying that they're like Why toast. Not though, Jay? Like I would I rather him <laughs> I'd rather him sit out 3 weeks of the regular right. season and be healthy, and, be healthy right. and have his shoulders in in good order and then rest him on back-to-backs, get him to the playoffs, try to win 50 games, get yourself 4 or 5 seed or whatever and then just see what happens because next year like the West is going to be kind of even. You know like one through eight, like all those teams are going to be good. No one's going to, I don't know that any team will be head and shoulders above the other. Maybe Michael Porter comes back and like he's a monster. Who knows? But barring that situation, I think like, like who's the favorite in the West if Kevin Durant leaves? I mean, I just don't even know the answer to that. I think that you probably have And there's to, so many moving parts too. Do the Clippers get Kawhi? Dude, who knows? They might. Right. Do the Lakers get Butler? Who knows? I don't, I don't know. And then who doesn't make the playoffs if if the Lakers get somebody? Right. You know? The Warriors, probably. I also... God, that I, would be I so think, great. <gasps> oh. What? What'd you don't say? We, we always underestimate how much work NBA players put in in the offseason as well. I think especially as Thunder fans, we just go ahead and say, like, oh, it's just the offseason. They're fine. They can sit around. But, like, if you're not hurt... These players are in the gym, like trying to add something or make a part of their game better. Yeah, they like, take, they're not on vacation for four months. Yeah, they you take probably what, I mean? what the first two or three weeks and go and sit on a beach somewhere and don't do anything. Yeah, and then they hit the gym. You're right. I yeah, mean, it's, kind have, of, it's kind of a significant thing that Russ and PG haven't had a lot of off seasons. Well, especially for the Thunder, that they've been able to work on stuff. Yeah, Russell have that this summer. Ferguson yeah. has a like to me the guys that need to come back a lot better. Ferguson, Jeremy Grant, and Stephen Adams. Like those guys need to get better. And probably Hami and Burton too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, but I don't okay. think they're counting on those guys. I, to me, like those guys, if they're rotation players next year, that's not the best case scenario for the Thunder. Best case, think, no. Like if Hami has the jump that Ferguson did between season one, he just and season can't two. shoot it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, like you may. That's to, what to I'm me, saying. Like, to me, goes, I'd rather have a veteran at that spot. You're, I, I totally agree. What you I, need is Dre healthy. Give me a healthy, as healthy Dre. As he can be. Give me some vets that can play those spots. Keep developing Hami. Like I, that's if he's good and if he's it's good next year, great. If he's good the year after, sweet. I would rather have a vet shooting guard or shooting forward or somebody that can shoot the freaking basketball at that spot. You're like, right. don't. Don't don't give me this Hamadou Diallo. We don't know if he can play. We don't know if he can shoot it. Like I like him. I think he's got potential. He's still he's twenty years old. Like there's no rush with him. That's valid. And so t- 
to me, Terrence Ferguson is probably the one that needs to make a another jump in order for this team to go up another level. They need another scoring threat with those guys. And maybe they acquire that via trade. Maybe they acquire that via free agency. You know what's but, crazy? But is they need Ferguson to get better. I'm looking at stats from the Portland series for questions coming up here in a minute. Mm-hmm. He shot almost 39% from three. He was like 16 to 25 from the three-point line. Jeremy Grant was 45% from the three. Dude, he was good. Series. Both those guys need to learn how to dribble. That would be helpful. <laughs> But they then you look at to. Paul George, thirty-one percent. Dude, he's not. He, he was. He's hurt. playing like he had two bad shoulders. Yes, he was. <laughs> hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at r stinson zero zero, who wants to know: Can you bring yourself to genuinely root for anyone in the Warriors versus Rockets series? I'm pretty blatantly pulling for the Warriors. <laughs> I am too. I have. I'm, I'm rooting. Yes. I'll, I'll be rooting tonight yep. for them. <laughs> rooting. Uh, what does rooting come from? Did people used to say, root, 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 root? That's a good question. Is is it, I'll look it up. Yeah. I have a computer. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, Luke? So is it tonight and Sunday? I, I, yeah, I believe I so. I can't bring myself. I can't bring myself to root for either of them. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not there. I respect that. Emotionally, yeah. I'm not there. I just hate the Rockets so much. In my mind, I'm on the same beach that the Thunder players are probably at, maxing and relaxing. Yeah. Not thinking about basketball. Hey, Paul George is already rehabbing that shoulder. He's, his uh, longtime girlfriend has been Instagramming videos of him. Yeah. Getting so that. that's, I was talking to somebody yesterday about this where it's like, they're like, well, my son had a labrum surgery and it took him X amount of day or X amount of months to be back and healthy, which is, True. Like for the normal person, we have a very different healing pattern than than these guys because it's like the amount of specific training and physical rehabilitation that these guys go through, they're assets, man. They're multi-million dollar assets. I was going to say, nobody has $30 million invested in your son getting better. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's just hard for us to get out of that mindset where it's like, oh my, I never, my shoulder never felt the same. It's like, yeah, you know why? Because you didn't have... Literally a professional trainer with you every single day rehabbing that right. shoulder. You didn't get an MRI twice a week or <laughs> yeah, six right. weeks. Yeah, like they he will go through a regimen over the course of the summer to where he will be I mean, there's his shoulder will be as healthy as it can be yeah. quicker than anybody else's would be. After two or three follow up surgeries, he's gonna be just fine, everybody. Setbacks. <laughs> hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Uh, shout out to at Road Crew One who asked, "Are the Warriors still the favorite if Durant is out?" We've kind of already discussed that. I don't know that we gave our picks for that series. Let's give our picks. The Taylor. What was the question? I was reading. Are about Warriors the still the favorite? <laughs> Are Warriors still the favorite if Durant is out? Uh, no. What's your pick for the series? Mil- Milwaukee. Milwaukee is not playing them. Golden State in six. What are you talking about? Uh, finals? Uh, Western Conference Finals? No, no, we're talking about the series that's going on right now. Rockets, no. Warriors. Oh, well then, yes, Warriors in seven. Warriors in seven. Warriors in six. You think they win tonight? I think they do. I think Steph Curry has room to be Steph Curry again. Dude, Steph and Clay are going to come out and hit so many threes. And Clay just was shimmying and jumping around, and they're going to win by 30. Clay was terrible yeah. until this last game in the series. And Steph's been bad, too. We'll talk about that in one of these Guys, yeah. I just wish more men would hit on Steph Curry's wife. Yeah, that's a weird thing. I don't know what happened in that. I just Clarify wish. Clarify what you mean by that. Here, she was on some show, like a morning talk show or like some show that I don't watch. And she said that she has a lot of, she has a lot of, you know, it's hard for her because there's all these women throwing themselves at her husband and there's no guys throwing herself, themselves at her. She, was, she wishes more guys would shoot their shot at her and it kind of hit on her. And I saw that and I said, what? Aren't you, aren't Why? you married? Why is this person on TV saying this? <laughs> this is, I, Hold on. This is, but okay, that's how people took that. I think that's so weird because when I first saw the interview, she was clearly talking about how self conscious it made her that there were women around Steph all the time and that still, he got all the attention all the time. It wasn't really about like 
she wanted men to hit on her. Yeah, she no, it she wants men to hit this on her. This is a her. Luke this is the most Luke way to take what she said. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> she wants men to hit on her. That's what the takeaway is. Hmm. Well, next time, Luke, you'll know exactly what to do when you see Aisha Curry there out on go. the streets. Yep. Guys, it, it, it's just such a weird thing. What and would I, be your pickup line for Aisha Curry, Luke? <laughs> I would say, uh, Officer! That's it. And then, <laughs> and then I'd have her. Uh, let's move on. I was expecting our a little next bit more there. Twitter question. Well, man, I'm single, yeah. and, and I have been, and that's the reason why. That's my that's, <laughs> that's my your only thing. <laughs> What's up? I would say, I got one. Okay. I say, okay, you're with Steph, and his brother's Seth, right? You can call me Sex Curry. Oh, my God. So, so you're, okay. What's up, Aisha? You know Steph? You know Seth? I'm Sex. That's great, man. You got her. Congrats. You made She's not self-conscious anymore. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. And it is from... Which, grow up. Yeah, you. Grow up. It's from at Ben Elephant King. He says, what are some draft buzzwords that describe you? For example, surprising athleticism. Andrew, describe yourself with some draft buzzwords. Yeah, sneaky athleticism. Any guy that is white in the draft, none of them can be athletic. They're sneaky athletic. You're surprised. Are they, that's, that guy's athletic? Unbelievable. He looks like my accountant. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That he can jump. I'm sneaky athletic. Taylor? I'm uh I'm most most definitely a game time decision. <laughs> That's kind of what they'd say about me every game. They're yeah. Like, I don't know. No, no, he's a game he's a game time decision. I think they'd also That's say they'd ha- they'd say I have an unbelievable motor. <laughs> that guy has a motor. You know, I actually was talking to my mom on the phone and described my grandma as somebody who has a motor this week. <laughs> Unbelievable motor. <laughs> hard worker. Wait, what? What context did you? She's say a hard. She's a hard worker. Like she, she just doesn't stop. She's got a motor. She's got a motor. I was describing my grandma in like the same way that they describe draft prospects. You know what? You know what they describe Jay as? Locker room leader. Yeah. Hey. Locker room leader. I'm the perk. There you go. <laughs> this podcast. There you go. Saying that locker things. room leader. Luke, what would you um, how would you describe yourself? They'd say, uh well, I don't know. I don't I, I don't I don't <laughs> Andrew, do you say, say you have a motor? <laughs> yeah. You do have a motor, man. A That's motor. good. You can't turn They say turn Luke off. has He gets it from his grandma. Uh, you get it from my grandma, I do. That's true. Taylor's the Kyrie Irving of our podcast. No man. Distraction, Listen, this is what flat they'd say about Luke. They'd say Luke has too many off the court uh <laughs> Off the court concerns. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Say, I don't know. I don't know if this guy's serious about playing basketball. He has a lot of off the court issues. This guy's got unbelievable talent, but there's a lot of off the court <laughs> issues that he's got to take care of. Be fantastic. Hey Is guys, Luke Michael Beasley. They yes, super cool. Bees. Super cool bees. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question and. It is from at Jacob Unchained, who wants to know, what Thunder player would you most like to see wearing the new ninja-style headbands? I put this question in because I just wanted you all to know that I love this look. They're cool, man. It's like my favorite thing that's happened Mike in the Scott this year. looks so cool. <laughs> Drew Holiday was the first Drew one Holiday. I probably remember doing it. He looks cool. Mo Harkless has it, too, or yeah. had it at least God, some part. It looks cool. It does. It's so much cooler than the regular headband. So who on the Thunder? I mean, you just would you not want to see Russ in it because he already looks like a Ninja Turtle? Oh my gosh, he would be straight Donatello. It would be so cool. Actually, let's be real. He's Russ Raph. is Raphael. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no question about that. He's cool, but you're saying he's cool but crude. Hey, dude, yeah. give, give me a break, Taylor. Who who would be the best in the Ninja headband? Uh, I think I'm putting it on Ferg. Because I think he needs a little bit of swag. I don't know, He man. needs something. He's kind of too skinny. Grant would be somebody I could see doing that. That's why I'd cool. go with it. What about Steven? It would be amazing. <laughs> what about, he's not going to be on the you team next see year. see it, though. Actually, Schroeder would be pretty awesome. Schroeder would actually be cool. My favorite yeah. that would look awful 
is Ray Felton. Ray Ray. Oh, and that brings up Deontay would be freaking awesome. Yeah, with he would. It. He'd do a pink one all the time too. It'd be cool. Shooter uh, is the one that makes the most sense to me, actually. And he'd he'd look like an actual Naruto character too. <laughs> what is that? With like his blonde patch. It's like Naruto. Like it's like an anime. From. Oh, it's an anime thing. Naruto. All these NBA players watch anime. How do you spell Naruto? It's it's Naruto. <laughs> Magruder, M-A-C-G-R-U-D-E-R. <laughs> Magruder. Hey, guys. Let's move oh, on to our next Twitter yeah. question. <laughs> it comes from at Dylan35 underscore 52, who wants to know our favorite stadium food. Have you guys had in Chesapeake Arena Smash mm-hmm. Burger? Because it's great. But isn't that just like a place? It's a burger. It's like a... Burger place that you could get. So is it, I don't think so. Is there an actual Smash Burger, or is it a burger that's been smashed? Because Smash Burger is a place. It's a I restaurant. Don't, I don't think it's, but I don't think it's is there, related. Does it have a sign called Smash Burgers? No. Or it's is it just a? It's something different. I think it's something different. Maybe I have the name wrong, but it's good. Um, the other that I really like, they have a pretzel with pizza toppings on it. Pizza pretzel. Oh yeah. Good, good, very good. I don't trust most stadium foods. Trust it. I trust it all. I used to get the uh, when I would when I was going to Thunder Games as a fan. If I was going to eat a meal, they had a barbecue place. I don't think it's there anymore. But you get this giant baked potato filled with pulled pork, and it was delicious. It was only twenty five dollars. It was only eight bucks. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, hey, yeah. did you know that outside of the Thunder Kid Zone, they have all sorts of like super cheap stadium food? Yeah, I know. Like two bucks for a hot dog and mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. I'm just a hot dog guy, man. I'm going to be honest with you. If I'm going to go to a Schwab dog? A Schwab, Schwab dog. Dog, <laughs> Schwab dog, 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 dog. Yeah, I probably, I mean, I would just go like a hot dog. Although some of the barbecue places in the stadium aren't awful. I Ta- know. Talk to me about your toppings on your hot dog. What do you put on there? You're not going to like it. I, I want to know. I am super boring. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ketchup. Go ahead. Mustard. That's fine. Nothing else. That's fine. I yeah. don't screw with onions. I don't mess with relish. Chili. Too messy. You know, not at a, not not if I'm going to Thunder Game because I, I have to wear what I'm wearing the entire game and I won't cover it in chili. Because <laughs> it's oh, almost yeah, a you're... guarantee if you're eating a chili dog that you're going to get chili on your shirt. Guaranteed yeah. drop in beef. <laughs> You're guaranteed to drop beef. Guaranteed. <laughs> hey, guys, real quick. Uh, <laughs> final Twitter question from at Bangelope, the best pancake topping. Bangelope is back. I'm going to give it to Go this. Ahead, I'm, this you got to give it to syrup. <laughs> Mine, too. Huge well, fan of syrup. <laughs> Can we? Okay, we going maple. What are we talking? You got chocolate syrup. Just warm maple syrup. Boom. Can we put syrup? Can we say syrup is part of the pancake and then talk about other parts? Agreed. I think that's actually the actual conversation. Oh, then you know what my then you know what my actual favorite topping is? No topping at all. Really? Really? I don't don't go. You don't go anything else. I just syrup butter. Butter. butter, I butter it up. So butter. let me ask this question. Yeah. Anybody a peanut butter fan? 100%. Yeah. Nearly 75% of the time. So good. Yeah. I'm going peanut butter. You can butter. do waffle butter, butter peanut, peanut butter, butter, and syrup. Peanut butter? Dude, the peanut butter syrup combo on a nice waffle. It's good. It's, it's good. so good. That's my thing. That is. Never my, tried it. I might need You've to. You've never tried it. No. You should do it. I'm Luke. a bare bones you, pancake man. Do you like peanut butter? <laughs> I like it. I like PB. Yeah. Then you're going to love this. It gives you just the perfect combination of a little bit savory <laughs> and a lot of bit sweet. Really? Mm-hmm. You guys have the protein pancakes you can Kodiak, buy? Kodiak, man. I Dude, got some in my pantry. The best. They're thick daddies, it's too. It's good. You start pouring that batter, and it's like, holy moly. It's good, man. Did you say cognac? You put cognac on your uh, pancakes? Yep. Now we're talking. Do y'all like fruit? Do you do fruit on any? Oh yeah. If I'm not going, if I'm not going peanut butter, I'm going fruit. Blueberries, strawberries, bananas. Are we bananas? Will you remind me? I keep trying to think of it. How did your professor say mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. <laughs> you get one bottle of mayonnaise. What? What did he say? I had a professor I just desperately wanted to know what he was saying. I had a professor that would say garment, and he was Chinese. Yeah, and he taught. Like Chinese or uh, Asian history, yeah. And he'd say "garment" all the time. We we're like, "What is he?" Saying? Government. It took 
three weeks for me to figure out he's saying government. I'm like, Garmin. I'm like uh, writing Garmin. notes like Garmin. G-A-R-M-E-N-T. Wow. Garmin? Oh, really? We're going to make fun of uh, people's he was accents right now. unbelievable. Jay, He was such muted. a great teacher. Andrew, mute, Jay. I learned that so was much. Unbe- that was Hey, guys. I have one final question for you. But before I ask it, I want to take a second to talk to you about Oklahoma Shirt Company. <laughs> $10 a month, they get you an Oklahoma-themed shirt each and every month. Jay, what other states they got? They have Oklahoma. What other? Texas, <laughs> Missouri, Kansas, Arkansas. Guys, if you Wyoming. want one of those mm-hmm. themed shirts a month, it's only $10. And for signing up, you get an introductory shirt for free. They ship it to you. It's great. Bing, bing. And then you'll be styling and profiling all over your state. Bing, bing. And uh, you can go you can go downtown and to the store. They got some of their past shirts. Still only ten dollars. And if you have an event or a group and you want to make a shirt, they can help you create that shirt, print that shirt, and then you'll be the toast of your friend group. Bing bang. They really do. They'll hook you up. Their merchandise, their marketing, all, anything you want to do, they're going to figure out a way to do it. So we got it. They just printed some uh, Oklahoma themed hats for Father's Day. They've got Mother's Day gear. They got all sorts of things. Get somebody a gift, or if you want to just make shirts for your mom that say "I love you, mom." Holler at them. It's a That's little right. late. It's Friday. Mother's Day's on Sunday. I don't think they can brush it that quick. <laughs> you never know. Maybe we're working on 2020's Mother's Day. 2020, get a, get a hop on that. Yeah. Get a hop on it. 2020's Mother's Day is going to be big. Um, but the most important <laughs> thing is support those that support us, fellas. I am grateful and blessed because this morning on the way to the pod, woke up a little late, but yeah. I'm at the stoplight in front of the train tracks. I can hear the train coming. It's toot tooting. Yeah. The the things haven't gone down yet. Made it. Wow. Made it in time. Felt like I was in the Dukes of Hazard. I was something. probably sitting at the same l- Luke's of Hazard. Britain and Western. <laughs> Is that where you were? Uh yes. So I'm at Britain Western yesterday. Side note, this is not my mepton puffed. There's a van. So there's another train coming. Train just finished. Another train coming. The park where you can stop at the stoplight is kind of like where the the arms for the train. This van, this thing is just banging. <laughs> the, that, that train are the, the crosswalk or whatever it is, the railroad thing is just hitting the top of this person's van. <laughs> They're just like, what is happening? You just seem like, just, I just have no idea. Hailing, <laughs> <laughs> hey, is it? Uh, 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 the other thing, cool thing about this week, I was at the Killers concert. Yeah. And apparently, you and apparently everybody else. Well, apparently, um, there was a tornado coming there, and they made no announcement. They did not let anyone know. I was getting texts from like my parents being like, hey, they're staying on the news. If you're at the Zoo Amphitheater, you got to get out of there. Like, There's a tornado coming. And it was wild. It was just raining sideways. Soaked. Wow. It was fun, though. Man, I wish people would Instagram story that concert. Oh, man. I they shot the stuff out? I feel like I was there, personally. Man, I just didn't ever see any videos of it. (laughs) Not one. You know what I really try not to do is uh, be on my phone at all, recording at all at concerts. Same. Because it's like... Yeah, no... Yeah. I want to live it. I want to live it. I know, most pe- most people do that. I wish that most people did not. I wish I could see more of it. Uh, I was so miffed. <laughs> I was driving, and somebody was had this Jeep, and they had... Uh-oh, you're talking about me. Zombie apocalypse, like, service, something, whatever, like, on, like, that wheel that's on the back of the Jeep. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's so dumb. People- and it made me so mad. I was just so angry, like... What like you, you think that you're like gonna help people and the, like he's one of the probably one of those people like you know I know exactly what I do if there was a zombie apocalypse I know my my choice of every and I'm just like why why are you doing why do we do wait this, a second guys? do you not you have to have a plan do you not have a zombie plan see my plan is to be as close to that jeep as possible my my plan is just, oh my my plan is to die just as quickly as possible and then. Eat all you guys. That's um, fine because Luke doesn't have a family. Andrew, you have a wife and kids. Mm-hmm. This zombie plan isn't for you. Mm-hmm. This is for them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, great. Hey, hey, you know what else you need to do, Andrew? It's been like uh, hundreds of dollars a month on zombie apparel and uh, <laughs> and, right. and things. You know what else makes me mad? Eyelashes on a car. You know what makes me even more angry? And I saw it last <laughs> night driving. Dog testicles. Dude, on, on they're not trucks. dog. They're not dog testicles, are they? I think they're human testicles. I <laughs> believe they're truck. I guess that makes sense. I believe that's correct. Jay, Luke. you made them less gross. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's repulsive. Is there me. is there a color that really gets your All goat? I mean, chrome, <laughs> chrome, chrome dog nuts. I, I nuts. like the flesh. <clears throat> I just don't like <clears throat> car accessories, car accessories that have to do with humans. And no, yeah, eyelashes. Out on eyelashes creep me out, dude. I get so angry when I see the eyelashes on a car. I just can't handle it. <laughs> They're always on VW Beetles too. all the time, dude. I'm <laughs> I'm just so over it. Some of them like look like real hair. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, you missed your peeved. Uh, I'm I'm grateful and blessed because something finally clicked today. Hmm. I always I never knew why Rodney Magruder was like. Why does Rodney Magruder's name sound so familiar, and why does it want to make me laugh? Hmm. And I finally made the connection that it's because it sounds like Magruder. Yeah, the skit from uh, the Will Forte skit. I never made that connection until now, and now I'm just looking through Magruder photos. Oh my god. I know what I'm doing as soon as this podcast is over. I'm watching. And then head to Quick Trip for uh, pizza.